the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 33, Jeremy offers Phoebe a new idea. The following morning, they enter the forest and begin their search for the secret zone. Phoebe! Phoebe! Jeremy ran up to Phoebe in the dark. She kept right on walking and avoided looking at him. Where are you going? I think I'll eat at Sammy's tonight. I'll feel more at home there. Phoebe, please don't. It doesn't need to be like this. It won't help anything. I feel like I'm being attacked for no reason. Penny could have discussed this with me all last week if it's such a problem. But instead, she yells at me in front of my friends. For what? Inviting Abby to the party? And by the way, what did my friends have to say back at the table? Nothing. Phoebe, it happened so fast. You were off before anyone could figure out what to do. Yes, Penny was very annoying at dinner, but that's no reason to go running off into the night. Phoebe was moving in her fastest speed limp down the darkened street. Jeremy was struggling to keep up. After a few blocks... She came to a stop and stepped off the road onto the grass. Look, Jeremy, I'm just going to Sammy's for a bite to eat. I really couldn't stay at that table without things getting worse. I understand. They walked along in silence for a few minutes. I think... I think I might understand why Penny was acting like this. I'm ready for that. Tell me. Okay. Just think about it. We know Abby's very involved with the forest and the garden. And we know that she tried to sell vegetables to Scudder, who's a part of the Morphe clan. Can't you see that Penny and Jim would be upset? The forest operation seems to depend on an unusual degree of loyalty and secrecy. But my father asked me, practically begged me to help Abby. (sighs) That's interesting. But just hear me out. Look, Penny's your older sister. She's very protective, very loyal. Somehow, she has the idea that You take too many risks, right? Isn't that true? Well, you could say that, but... Now, let me finish. What if there are even more risks here than we know about? What if your reputation for charging into things is really, really scary to Penny? And she's not sure what to do. 
Could that make sense of the situation for you? Come on, Jeremy. What kind of thing are you talking about? I don't know, but I get a feeling from Jim along these lines. And now, I get that feeling from Penny, too. What was her major complaint about you? The thing I remember is that you're in everyone's business, but don't talk to anyone. By anyone, I'm sure she means herself and Jim, or maybe your parents, or maybe one or two close friends. Do you see? She's accusing you of being this sort of rogue operator in a dangerous territory, and she's scared. But, but Penny and Jim never talk to me. They don't tell me anything. What if they can't? Or aren't sure that they should? Phoebe considered this in silence. Bridge Avenue was just ahead. A huge 18-wheeler came hurtling out of the night, accelerating to make the light at the coming intersection. The wind and noise pushed them up on someone's lawn. Walking fast, they soon took a left off Main Street and headed up to Sammy's coffee shop. The place was quiet and peaceful. Phoebe and Jeremy found an empty booth and ordered sandwiches. I know you're mad, but I think you should let this fight go. There's a chance you'll regret pushing it too hard. Penny was a mess after you left. What did I do? She kept wailing. Geraldine and Jim had to comfort her. George and I decided I should come after you. Phoebe nodded, thinking it over. Let me talk to Jim tonight and see what he thinks. Let's go into the forest tomorrow and see what we learn. I've been far enough to actually get a view of the secret zone. It's pretty amazing. I do want to see the forest. I really do. I've been waiting for it all week, but... I don't think I should speak to Penny tonight. I'm going to bed, and then I'm leaving first thing in the morning. I understand. I'm looking forward to tomorrow as much as you are. I've got a route planned out, some supplies ready, but it's not easy. And we'll have to leave early. Sammy chose this moment to bring two plates of chicken sandwiches and fried finger beans. Phoebe and Jeremy hung out at the coffee shop until closing time. Phoebe's cell phone went off at 7.30. Feel that hot breeze? This is going to be some day. A hike deep into the forest, over the cliffs, to a hidden land? Is this even possible? Jeremy seems to know what he's doing. Phoebe surprised herself by putting on her knee brace and tightening the Velcro straps. It's almost like the playoffs. I can't afford to be injured. 
I'm not going to miss this for the world. In the bathroom, she rubbed sunblock on her face and arms and brushed her dark hair straight and parted in the middle. I look good, even if I'm not fancy and glamorous. Jeremy likes me, and I like him. But what kind of relationship do I want? And what about George? And what about Abby? I'm getting obsessed with her. Phoebe descended into the kitchen for coffee and looked at Penny rolling dough on the kitchen table. Penny looked up and hesitated. And Phoebe was gone, out the front door, down the steps, and onto the street. The last thing I need is to get stuck in that argument again. Phoebe sipped her coffee, keeping an eye out for Jeremy as she walked along. By the time she strolled up the asphalt to the gas station, she felt fully awake. The big window gave her a clear view of Jim and Jeremy talking in the office. She knocked, and Jim pushed the door open. We were just talking about you. I'm sorry about last night. Sorry for everyone. We've got to put our best foot forward to fix this. Jim gave Phoebe a long, steady look, forcing her to reply. What am I doing that's so wrong? Jim lost his serious expression and smiled and even laughed in a rueful sort of way. (laughs) It's good to hear you say that. You're not doing anything wrong. Nothing at all. But we're in a very difficult situation, and I hope you'll be patient with us, with your sister especially. Maybe we've made some mistakes, but they can be fixed. I'll talk to Penny, and hopefully by evening this will look different. Your sister feels terrible. Give us a chance to sort it out. I will. Thanks for speaking. Thanks a lot. Jeremy slipped a full backpack over his shoulders. We're off. He led the way past Jim's one-story cottage next door and around back to a barely visible path that ran down the hill and into the swamp. Jeremy stopped for a moment and turned to Phoebe. Well done. I'm not sure what Jim is talking about, but it still sounds good. Let's leave that alone for now. I'm ready for this trip. Let's go. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one. If I knew you really loved me, there would be no more war. And if we're not together in this wild and crazy world, if I knew you really loved me, it would set my heart aglow. Take you with me.
walking close together on a dark and rainy day. Is this a dream or just a lie? One burst of sunshine would light up my way. I see the world in your eyes. Just say once you love me. For listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.